Hello everyone. It is Wednesday, October the 7th, 2020. I hope you are all having what we call a great hump day. Things are great here. My name is Arlene Petway, and I want to welcome you to the Christpirations podcast. Haters will always hate. The other night I was watching a debate. It was not a political debate, but one between a self-proclaimed atheist and a Christian apologist. There is no such thing as an atheist. My heart was disturbed during this debate. It was bewildering because the Christian proved that atheism is nothing more than another religion, which requires more blind faith than any other religion. He shared the gospel with this man who, of course, rejected and ridiculed it, which was what disturbed my heart. The atheist admitted that he and all other atheists can't prove the origin of life yet. But they start with presuppositions about evolution and the Big Bang, and then they go from there. They were not there to observe it and can't disprove that God was and that he started it all, but they can definitively say that he wasn't and didn't amazing so they are the all-knowing all-seeing ones assumptions and guesses and guesses and assumptions i say there's no such thing as an atheist because they're all angry about any posture that states that god always was and he created everything the anger is enormous if there really is no god then who who cares Why do they care so much that theists say there is a God and that he is the intelligent designer who made this mind-boggling creation? Oh, but they care. They care a lot. Why they care, you ask? Romans 1, 18 to 20. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness, since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. They need to admit what one of their own has said. Listen to this. It is not that the methods and institutions of science somehow compel us to accept a material explanation of the phenomenal world, but on the contrary, that we are forced by our prietory adherence to material causes to create an apparatus of investigation and a set of concepts that produce material explanations, no matter how counterintuitive, no matter how mystifying to the uninitiated. Moreover, that materialism is absolute, for we cannot allow a divine foot in the door. That's Richard Llewellyn. Unreal. In other words, they have to adhere to this materialistic view, however counterintuitive it may be. Did you catch that? Do you know the definition of the word counterintuitive? Counterintuitive means making no common sense. But they have to do it because there's no way they will allow a divine foot in the door. That means no way they can ever think, even think about considering God. 
If Jesus Christ came to some of these folks and said, here I am, do you now believe? The majority of them would still deny him because it's not about evidence or proof. They hate God. As in Acts 17, the world is still hostile toward God. Acts 17, the second part of verse one through verse nine. They came to Thessalonica where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scripture, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. And when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here, and Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decree, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. Paul proved through the scripture. The thing that set the Jews apart from other cultures was the scriptures, the law, the Psalms and the prophets. And so he, he proved through the scriptures, the things that they were familiar with, that Jesus was the Messiah, plain as day but they didn't want to hear it because they were haters. When you stand firm for Jesus Christ, there will always be somebody who stirs up trouble, who hates what you are doing because they hate God as we once did. And they want to stop your progress. But as we will see, Paul and Silas just picked up and they moved on to the next place, continuing to advance God's kingdom because they understood that haters are gonna hate. Don't let opposition stop you. Let it motivate you to keep going. Remember, haters will always hate.